Honey, I'm gonna go on the other tips. Coffee drinkers don't tip. Honey, just keep the coffee coming, or I'll give you a tip you won't forget. Grandpa, get more coffee right now. Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee. That's fine. Okay, thank you. I of course in. Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you've heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get rolling with this week, episode 124. Season four, episode four. Yikes. There's a lot of fours in there, producer, right? Four was that a song four four four? Or no, it's more, more, more. More more Andrea True Connect. There's a Beatles song where they were talking about one, two, Six. three, four. Oh, that's all together. Now I used to sing yeah. with the Dicks and one, two, three, four. Can I get a little more? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I used to sing that to them. That's the a good one. I love that. Count. So, great song. And when I'm 64, yikes. All right, we're getting off the rails here, which I just <laughs> heard the other day, yesterday, Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. That's Going a good song. rails on a crazy train. Wow. Great, great song. In fact, maybe we'll play just a short clip of that, like, right now. What we're going to do this week is... Throw on a couple of my favorite mom stories because next Sunday, October 1st, is her birthday. And it's also Rod Carew's birthday, which is a good day. Next Sunday, we'll have a really special uh, mom for her birthday. And this week, we're going to throw on some early episodes of my favorite mom stories because, you know, we're getting their birthday. It's time for celebration and some of these stories bring back some great memories for me. So we'll add them on there. And then, uh, like I said, next Sunday, Rod Crew, my mom's birthday. We'll have some really good stuff for next Sunday. In the meantime, here we go with a couple of excellent, excellent, excellent stories with my mom from uh, my early uh, podcast. Growing up happens in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, next day you're gone. But the memories of childhood stay with you for the long haul. I'm a sophomore in high school at St. Willowbroad's. Uh, we went from Fanger High School to a Catholic high school. My dad convinced us that instead of going to Leo, which was all boys, he convinced us to go to St. Willowbroad's. And the south side, far south side, 114th in Edgebrook. Uh, here's a guy that wasn't out paying tuition, but he thought it might be easier for my mom because it was more to go to Leo than to go to uh, St. Willibrod's. We didn't like it at the beginning, but I know when I got there, I realized the majority of girls were Italian, okay? So that was good. That was like being in a, in a school full of Claudia Cardinelli's, and it was great. I'm in class, and I think it was, it, no, I don't think it was religion class. I would fall asleep all the time because my old man would come home, while well, he'd be home, he'd be drunk, and then he'd wake me and my brother Jerry up. We'd be up all night. So when I got to school, I'd be dead tired. So this nun got mad at me. 
And she started calling my house every Friday night. I'd have to sit there while she talked to my mom. I'd sit there and listen. And sometimes those calls would be an hour. And it's Friday night, okay? All my friends are in the park playing football, basketball, whatever. And I got to sit there because the first time I said, well, I'm going to go, you know, let me know what sister says. She goes, you're not going anywhere. If I got to sit on the phone, you're going to sit here with me. I'm like, okay. Okay. My mom would keep telling me, can't you just stay awake? I said, I'm trying to, but I'm tired. So finally gives me some money in the morning, some change. She goes, go to that coffee shop by on 150 Michigan and get coffee. And that's, I, I didn't know that coffee keeps you awake at the time with caffeine. I started doing that. You know, I was awake for a couple of classes in a row. She calls my house talking to my mom. And my mom was trying to explain to her that, you know, my dad's an alcoholic. He keeps us up, blah, blah, blah. She's not listening to it. So my mom look, hangs up the phone, looks at me, and says, you have to stay awake. I said, I am. The next week, she calls, and she tells my mom there's something wrong with my handwriting. And that's when my mom got really mad, really, really mad at a nun and said, that's it, sister. My son's been staying awake for the past couple weeks. Now you call about his handwriting. He always said that you pick on him. I realize he's telling the truth. So going forward, do not ever call this house ever again and complain about my son because I know now you're the one that's lying, not him. And he's not going to fail your class, okay? And she said, I don't care if he falls asleep. I don't care what he does in your class. You don't like my son, fine. But he's going to pass your class and then just get rid of him so he's not back next year. So I hang up the phone. My mom looks at me. <laughs> she had this big smile on her face, and she said, you know, I never thought – I would feel good yelling at a nun, but it actually did feel really good. Then she looked at me and said, please stay awake. And then after that, I stayed awake probably for the next couple of weeks, but then kept falling asleep. You know, I know people wonder, well, why did my mom help me and Jerry when we'd be woken up in the middle of the night? But we thought, okay, if he's not bothering us, he's going to bother mom, who's been working all day. So we just figure we'll take one for the team. Keep him happy so he doesn't go in and bother mom. And that's the way it should be. Next one. Three years later, I'm graduating. It's 1975, and I'm in a bowling league on an all-men's team. They had me keeping the, uh, the pot from every week. I mean, pot meaning, you know, if you throw three strikes, you got to put a dime in. Uh, we get done bowling. They had me as, like, called the treasurer. So every week, I'd have, like, $8, $10. Of course, I spent it. So come time for the banquet, Wimpy shows up at my door. His real name was Jim. We call him Wimpy. He goes, you going to the uh, to the banquet tonight, Beaver? I go, no. He goes, why not? I go, because <laughs> I don't have the money. He goes, what happened to it? I go, I spent it all. He goes, you don't have any of that pot money. I go, no. He goes, all your, I said, no. Guy calls up <laughs> again on a Friday night, and I answer the phone. He goes, Beep, where's that money? Where's that money? I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Hang up the phone. Keeps calling, and I kept him, kept the answer, and then he stopped calling. The next week, he calls. My mom beats me to the phone, and he says, your son owes us a lot of money. She goes, for what? Then he explains everything. She's looking at me, and then she goes, okay, you're going to get your money. He goes, I want it tonight. She goes, you're not going to get that money tonight. He goes, I want that money tonight. She goes, you're not going to get that money. He says, I'm going to call you back. Hangs up the phone. And my mom looks at me. She says, how much money are we talking about? I go, I don't know. She goes, you're going to give him that money back. So he calls back. And then he said something 
And this is the only time I ever heard my mom refer to me as, as Beaver. She says to the guy, okay, you're going to get your money, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If anything happens to Beaver, like anybody beats him up, he says, I know where you live. You live right up the street next to the dress shop, right up the street on normal here. And her exact words were, I'm going to have my son, Joseph, come over and he's going to beat the crap out of you. And it doesn't matter if you're the one hits him or something. If anybody touches him, anybody does anything to him, that's it. You ever threaten him again? You ever call his house again? I'm going to send my son, Joseph. She hangs up the phone. She looks at me <laughs> and says, you know, if you ever start behaving yourself, I'm going to miss these Friday night calls because I actually look forward to Friday nights for that phone ringing. And it's always about you. It's never about anyone else in his family. It's always about you. And I said, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, stop laughing. And she stops, she looks around, she goes, I want you to go downstairs and get all his money from your graduation money that you got. And you're going to pay that guy back. Uh, so I said, why don't she goes, you have the money, you give it to me and then I'll give it to him tomorrow. And then I said, but he wants it tonight. She goes, he's going to wait till tomorrow. I want to see if he calls back and threatens you because I really want Joe to go up the street and beat the crap out of the guy after what he said. <laughs> I gave her the money and I swear to God, I sat in that kitchen staring at that phone, praying for that phone to ring. And it didn't. Went up the street, gave him that money the next day. And you know what? Wally was a great guy. But what I did was wrong. Where I bowled in the same league with him the next year and Nobody said a word to me about anything because I think he told everybody what my mom said, that it was on him. And I believe two things with that phone call. It's the first time she ever called me Beaver, and that's the first time I ever heard her call Joe Joseph. But she was so angry. But that was the last Friday night phone call because I decided to act good, at least for a couple of Fridays in a row. Okay, we're recording this on September 22nd, which is National Girls Night in Day. So you know what that means, producer? Which I heard this song last night. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night and the feeling's right. Cool in the gang. What a great song. I do know I, what you're talking about. I do. It took me a second. So why don't we just put a little sample on it? Because it is Friday that we're recording this. It's girls' night in, which is ladies' night. So in the old disco days, they used to have ladies' night. Great song. So here's just a little sample of that. Because, oh, yes, it's ladies' night. All right, we're going to count it out, producer. Three, two, one, and over and out. Checkmate, King 2 to White Rook, over. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S, number five, T-H-S-O-N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B-S- Five S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M A R Y B S, the number five S O N at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with 
Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!